advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am, I am Sofa King. Sofa, Sofa King. King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I, I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, no, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I, I am, am Sofa, Sofa King. 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 Oh, you say funny things. Are you dying? That's fucking dragon fire. That shit was Is warm. It? Yeah, I don't remember that means so warm. Oh. It needed its twelfth year. It's eleven years. You never oh. hear that. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> anything it. under anything under twelve years is inferior. <laughs> for sure. Uh, that Jameson stout shit's always good, you know what I mean? But that's twelve year. Which one are you drinking? Uh stolen. Uh the stolen aged eleven year. I think it's Michelle Campbell yeah. sent that to us. I'm gonna make some stickers before I forget. There's a couple down here I was like, I'll remember. Uh, oh That's, shit, ooh. man! I've been dropping stuff today. God damn it! Dro- drop bars, not whiskey, Brad. Uh, I drop <laughs> my coffee. I got out of my truck and fucking dropped the coffee. It hit the ground and splashed all the way up to the my waist. I just barely missed it. I saw you getting out of the truck. I looked away because some guy looked like he was going to do capoeira on the side. Oh, you see that fool? <laughs> I thought was... I was. I thought I was in a Tekken Street fight. <laughs> That's exactly what we said. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker looked like a character from Tekken. He was yeah. fucking ripped. I was like, God damn. He's a yoked ass black fool. I was kind of keeping my <laughs> yeah. side view on him. I was going to, yeah. I wanted to take off my shirt so I could wash it on his washboard. I was just wondering abs, why but... he's walking down the street with no shirt on, just fucking like <laughs> with wasn't... a pimp stroll. Yeah. I was like, dang, Brad's going to fucking have to fucking toss this guy. He's going to get in a battle right now. Yeah, it'd have been real bad when the fat guy beat you up. <laughs> like, you look real cool. <laughs> that the fat guy fucking That shit happens you. on fucking MMA yeah. all the time. Just fucking. Just think about getting thrown how hard I would throw somebody on the, like the edge of a curb. Oof. Oh, God. You know yeah. what I mean? Some fucking, extra drop. Jesus Christ, yeah. It hurt so bad. That dude was yoked, right. though. Break your back. So well, I, I break I, his I, back for sure. I'm having a hard time. Like, I'm picturing it. Like, for some reason, he's wearing, like, MC Hammer pants in my mind. No, it was like nah, board shorts. He was or something. sagging. Yeah, he had like saggy pants on, and then he had like he was just like mocha colored, Dave. And then <laughs> you know, like, like black brown, and he had long like long IKEA hair. black brown yeah. or brown black. Yeah. Brad and I were trying to order those cabinets, and I said it was chocolate. And he said it's brown black. Is how yeah, IKEA black brown. describes yeah, it. They don't want to be. It's an accurate description of that man. Yeah, I wish he had hammer pants on. He could. If we if we did the reenactment, he would have a hammer uh, pants on. Yeah, that's what I'm talking so. about. Yeah, when Charlie Murphy played him and or Dave Chappelle. Yeah, but I I got out of my truck and just fucking like grabbed my coffee out of the center, you know, and just fucking just hit the ground, and it was literally to my waist, all over, all the way up my fucking up my leg. Ugh. It splashed so hard. I'm that's what she so. said. Yeah. Why is this fun? So, man? so I had to go get another one. So yeah, he drove all the way back to Starbucks, but he was yeah. early today. Brad was early. I was early. I got off early. Who's, I was going to say the Jefferson. Who's this? Cause it doesn't have a label. That's also, if it's, it's Michelle Campbell right now, if it doesn't have a label on uh, the desk, okay. probably Gandalf the mead, but oh, that's different. That's a yeah. dude that gave us mead. All right. But anyway, I digress. <sighs> so what were you talking about? I don't know. Um, that's all we were talking about. Oh, okay. You dropping shit. I oh, and the- yeah. I almost dropped that whiskey. 
capoeira guy. That was the other. Yeah. <laughs> well, I grabbed the whiskey from the cork for whatever reason, and it almost fucking fell. So, yeah, but it didn't. It didn't. Anyway, I broke. Give, I broke a bottle. Remember? Did you? Yeah, just you, one. You know who drank a bottle? Bottle? <laughs> Brian? <laughs> Brottle? <laughs> No, I dropped the uh, Costco tequila, unfortunately. The cord that was hanging uh, from that thing what? was like under it. Yeah. And it smashed. You just don't like tequila. There's still glass in here. I fucking swept. That was so much alcohol, dude. That fucking, it was a giant It's a jug. gallon. The whole building smelled like tequila. When was like, that? Uh, about a month or two ago. Yeah, I moved. I was moving the light and it, the cord hit the bottle and flipped it down. I tried to catch it. It fucking flipped and hit my hand so hard that I thought it bruised my fucking hand. Like it hit my palm and then I yeah. fumbled it and it fucking smashed on the ground. So why rough. do we still have no room? Yeah, that one should have freed up a lot of space. Yeah, that was like a double double bottle. We still didn't have any room before that broke. Oh, true. So that's half of why it broke is because it was crammed over there. Good problem to have though. It is. I'm not Are complaining. you sure you didn't just drink it? No, no, it's tequila. It tequila. If it was whiskey. That being could... said, though, I don't generally keep alcohol in my house, but someone had given me a bottle of tequila. Like, they were like, hey, we're moving. Here's a box of weird shit. <laughs> yeah. And there was a bottle of Cuervo. And like last Ooh. week, I was like, I don't want to drink this, but I kind of want to drink something. So pour that shit out. I put it in some orange juice that we had. <sighs> it was actually really, it was, it was really good. Jesus. It was, it was good. It was horrible. Well, and enough orange juice, it wasn't yeah. too bad. But you would drink anything, so. Yeah, I'm isopropyl. Just, yeah. yeah. 92 octane. Yeah. 91 octane. He was telling me something octane. about him at one in the afternoon. That was one in the morning, dude. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no. No, because, I don't know. I, I don't usually buy whiskey, but I bought a bottle of Jameson uh, Caskmate Stout because we had it here last week, and I was like, fuck, that's good. If really? I see that, I'll buy it. And I was in Smart and Final, and it's like I had to wait in line to get in that motherfucker. That's the first time this happened. It was like 20, yeah. 20 minutes. And Welcome then I got inside. They only let 10 people in. Yeah. And there was a huge fucking line, and half the store was closed, and you couldn't even walk over there. You had to like sneak if you wanted Hot Pockets under caution tape and shit. It was weird. So I fucking I snuck under, got some paper plates and bubbly, helped some old guy get some fucking pizza. And then I got up to the line. I was like, I'm not coming back to this motherfucker. I was like, I'm just going to ask for the whiskey. I'll get it. So I got some. But I drank like... I don't know, man, like a finger fell asleep and woke up at 1 a.m. Like there was a fucking midget in my head with a hammer. It was not good. Hmm. I don't know what was happening. Took one Advil and then woke back up and I was fine. Hmm. That's a small midget or a big head. <laughs> it was a little midget. My head's not that big. A lot of, a lot of room in there. So, so we have a uh, hot sack from El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Based mean the, on- the king of flavors since 1968. Based upon a Reddit post. So there was a Reddit post from a user named Face Blender, and he posted a photo of some sort of rye bread with scrambled eggs on it and a heaping amount of avocado with uh, some sort of spice sprinkled on it and a liberal amount of El Yucateco black. Mm-hmm. And he said, Brad styled eggs with avocados, Tajin, and Teco Black on traditional Danish rye bread. Much love from foreigner land. But I don't know why it's Brad styled eggs. That was a debate. Well, and we so, discussed this. First, Brad yeah. said he didn't know why, but now he's certain that it was because of the yeah. black. Well, I had always talked about putting the black on eggs. And that makes it the style of eggs immediately? Yeah. Well, it's just that's the Brad style eggs. But if they listened enough to know that you put black on eggs, they should also have listened enough to know that you don't eat avocado. Yeah, but it doesn't say Brad style breakfast sandwich. 
It just says the eggs. Yeah. The whole thing together, though. Yeah, huh? you just put the black in the eggs. I like black huevos, okay, guys? What do they look like? I didn't see the picture. They're round and they're big in a sack. No, the scramble. The scramble? Oh, the scramble? Yeah, not the black oh. eggs. It's a, it's a condensed sort of scramble. I, that can I can show. So it can sit on bread. Is there a disproportionate uh, white to yellow like ratio? Like it's very it's separate? Good yellow. It's a good amount of yellow, but there's also white? Yeah, there's still some white in there. That's what's up. There's still That's white in there. I, I thought a, it was like it's not how you messy scramble. scramble. Yeah, I do that too. You do the pan scramble. We already, yeah, we do the pan. We already discussed this. You know right. I said you do the pan scramble. You said that you didn't. No, I like eggs over medium mostly. But if I, I scramble eggs, scramble them in the pan. Yeah, usually if I eat eggs though, it's a medium not rare. scrambled. Brad eats and that's my wife rare. makes them because it's the only way she can make them. Right. That's scrambled. why they're Brad style eggs, not because of the black, but because because Brad's wife. Made no, them. no, no, no. That's what the guy's trying to say. He said I, your wife made the eggs. I, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> they would be burnt. <laughs> that's good. She made, she can't make hamburgers. Sorry, honey, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> she's not listening. Uh, she does. Oh, really? Um, oh, man. Yeah, no. She Every time, she's made hamburgers, like, I don't know, a few times now. And and the hamburgers get done. She's like, okay, everything's ready. And I'm like, I get there, and they're fucking just hamburgers, no cheese on them. And I'm like, well, that's a cheeseburger. She made a hamburger. I, no, I want fucking, nobody makes fucking hamburgers. They do. If you go to no. any fast food place, that's the standard no. is a no, hamburger. No, no, no. That's you have to ask for no. fucking cheese. There, in my house... The cheese goes on the burger. Well, you standard. Need, you need to change what you nobody, call it. It's nobody, nobody eats a fucking hamburger. Some people do. Some people are except lactose. the hamburger. She would have. Well, not in my house. She would have charged you an extra buck thirty if you're putting cheese on it. No. <laughs> so yeah. So yesterday was it yesterday? Yeah. She makes dinner, which I'm grateful. You know what I mean. She made dinner. Thank you. You sound grateful. But <laughs> I get. I, you know, I slaved away all day. Yeah. I mean, I basically had blackface. So. I, I get to dinner and she's like, dinner's ready. I'm like, cool. She made fries and fucking hamburgers. Hamburgers being the key. <laughs> what, kind of fries? what kind of fries? Crinkle fries. Like crinkle fries. Baked? Yeah, oven baked crinkle fries. We didn't get the fryer out or nothing, but yeah, season salt. If you got the fryer out, then you have no, no, no. room to bitch about the burger. No, no, no. I was going to do that. I'll have a fryer in the next room. So then I was like, but it's so gross. And it I was, was like, dirt. where's, you didn't put cheese on them? She's like, oh. She's like, oh, that's what I forgot. But this isn't the first time. So she always forgets. She I'm never gonna, puts I'm gonna cheese go on to your them. side because I do like that is something you think of. You're like, who wants cheese on the Yeah, burger? yeah, yeah. That's you could do half happens. and half yeah. or something, you know, whatever. Cool. But then I was like, Oh, well, lettuce? She's like, Oh, I was gonna get the lettuce out too, didn't I? I was like, onion? Oh, I forgot. Okay. Uh, like it was like the, I'm it was, slowly it was moving to your a side. fucking patty. It was just a patty and the and the buns. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> All right, well, all right, I guess I'll have a fucking patty with barbecue it's sauce. Basic on it as it gets. Bun- yeah, yeah, it was a basic bitch burger, <laughs> is what it was. And I ate it. She's definitely listening. Yeah, probably this yeah. this one time. So. <laughs> I'm she just surprised that no like the small amount of effort that it takes to put a piece of cheese on a burger and put it in the microwave it was, seconds and get some lettuce. I'm surprised that <laughs> didn't occur to elevate the burger. No, I was too tired. I worked all weekend. I worked harder at home than I did. He even said up on the shore, he slaved away. He got all like mermaid with it. Yeah, you got Sebastian. I was tired singing. I was tired. There was a steel drum involved. There was no, there was no extra oomph in me. Yeah, to get lettuce and fucking onion to make my burger good. But I've been, I've been good because the last time she forgot the cheese, I haven't let her make. You know, burgers since, right? But this time she caught me off guard and I have trouble making homemade patties, dude. I I made it last week and I just never keep them from kind of fucking cracking apart. I put an egg in there. I I was was like looking on the internet trying to see if there's a good meat. 
I guess that might be it. I think we bought what we could. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's quarantine burgers. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Wood, di- wood fucking Dale's open. There's wood all dick, kinds of good Wood meat. dick. Wood dick. I'm wood not dick. going there. I'm wood going wild. to one store. Oh, fuck. Wood dick. <laughs> wood dick. Wood Dale. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. buy that kind of stuff. That's too fancy. I was going to say, it's like two days and a fucking wood pound. Dale's same not, as anywhere else. Wooddale's not fancy. Wooddale's no. Not. No. You're not, exactly. you're not in the right tier category to go to. Uh, that's true. You can't do it. I'm Oildale, not Wooddale. It's a market. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wooddale market. My boss, like every time he had a barbecue, brother, you got to go to Wooddale market. <laughs> Pick up 12 pounds of ribs. <laughs> yeah. Wooddale's the the spot. They got, they got stuffed chili verde pork chops. I mean. A pork you? chop stuffed with chili verde? Yeah. You fucking up, dude. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> telling you. Like Big a, ass pork chop, too. Chicken stuffed in a turkey. Yeah. Mr. Duncan. That's a turduncan. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else eats big ass pork chops? Who? Nate Allen. Nate Allen? That yeah. motherfucker does. That's because I call my dick a pork chop. Right. Well, he's, got those, <laughs> <laughs> he's got those lips, too. That's why. Yeah. yeah pork chop eating lips mm-hmm. is what they say. So shout out to yeah. Nate Allen. Um, he did a very, very legit patronage. That kind of oh, blew, is that us, who that is? blew us all away, and we wanted to. To he's way out of the queue. Like we should be reading his name in like a couple of months, based on the rate that we're getting through people. But um, it was it was really awesome, very very generous, and we really wanted yeah, to no money involved, all, right. three blowjobs. Yeah, that's, I mean that's just how he it posted works. a picture. His lips were really chapped. That was yeah, the thing. Well, they were very chapped. It looked chopped. like his lips were two times the size, but it's just the red fucking crusty ring around his mouth. Looks like Pogo the clown. Yeah. And it wasn't really three blowjobs. It was blowjobs to three people. Right. Yes. We got to pick. It was like a charity of our choice. Way more than three. Uh, True. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. True. Um, But so he's. That motherfucker should be sponsored by Blistex. His lips are so chapped. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, but other patrons, we like to thank our patrons at the top of the show. Um, Rick Rivera. You'll remember him because he's got a fucking extra H in his name and no yeah. K or something. He goes he goes by Hollywood Rick Rivera, mm-hmm. but people give him shit, so he just moved the H from well, Hollywood even, into his he's R. He's not even from uh, the United States. Yeah. He's a beady-eyed Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holly, he travels Hollywood, on the 401. Hollywood Rick Rivera. Rick. Yeah. I think that's how you have to say his name. Rick. <laughs> he says, Rick. <laughs> a, yeah. Rick. 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 How do you say it? How do you say it in uh, in in uh, what is it? British Columbian. Wrong Hong Kong. Wrong Hong Kong. Wrong Hong Kong. Ah, yeah. We also That's have a, Ryan Licata. Ryan Ricotta. I like ricotta cheese on my lasagnas. Yep, you could put him in your lasagna if you know what I mean. I could. We have Grind Adam up. Adam Carrier, spelled Carrier. like Carrier but with a C. He's That's French. Stupid. He's probably French. He's French Canadian yeah. too. He's, He's prob- from Quebec. And Robert Miranda. You guys remember him? Robert, he never wears underwear. Yeah. yeah. And it's the first thing he says. He always, the top of his dick is just red, like fucking from his jeans. (laughs) From the chafe? Yeah, from the chafing. There's a lot of motion, though. Yeah. Really cheap denim with no drawers. Just cheap. Miranda Calrissian is what I call him. They're dungarees. I don't even. So we want to thank all of you. Thank you for being patrons. Thank you for supporting us. It's what uh, helps us to keep uh, giving away awesome presents to everybody. It's what, which in a way, I guess, is a form of socialism. Like you're paying your hard earned mm. money and we're shipping it to other people. But we're, yeah, al- yeah, yeah. we're also shipping it to ourselves um, and buying better equipment. And It's like Robin Hood, basically. For, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Robin from the poor and giving to the poor. Yeah, we're, yeah, Robin the we're Robin the Hood. Oh, and Dave, we... 
Did we? Oh, you ordered it, right? The pre, the next giveaway for Patreon the giveaway. Don't say what it is. I know. Dave, I'm not. Yeah, Dave might. Dave knows what it is. I know. What it is. But we ordered. we got it ordered. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. So we have another patron giveaway. So it's going to be a random uh, Patreon prize uh, for the patrons. something that you want that you wouldn't buy for yourself. Exactly. Right. Something that you're going to be glad you have, especially right now. Yes. So sure. I want one. I'm going to order one for my whole family. It's a single condom, just yes. a one pack. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the right. wrong size. Yeah, you need one a month. You're married. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. These are so marriage packs. Yeah. It's like you always buy the box. It's got like a bunch of them. You need like a, I'll just take a, a marriage pack of Trojans and there's like just four. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's, it, it comes, it says not, not labeled for uh, individual sale on yeah. it. <laughs> Once you get married, you get your burgers and family packs. Yeah, and you get your condoms and marriage packs. Yeah, you start you start checking the expiration date on yeah. your condoms. That's why I went with I went with potatoes. Potatoes never let you down. It's true. If you get fired from a job, you could throw a potato at somebody. Absolutely. I mean, you can always use a potato. Absolutely. Never tells you no. You could throw a potato at a chimpanzee at a pecan farm if he's trying to get the oranges. Exactly. Yeah. You can and power. Potatoes, you can power a clock with a potato. That's right. You can make a gun and shoot a potato. For sure. Potatoes never get headaches. <laughs> oh, no. Dave just went all to Babes in Toyland. For sure. <laughs> what happened? I get excited about my potatoes. Yeah. You should hear Brad's Mr. Krabs. It's tremendous. Is it? Yeah, it's fabulous. Why? Because I get excited about me money. That's really good. What? It is. <laughs> I've never heard anyone with a Mr. Krabs impression. There's a ton. It's that like and really the, easy. the claw. Oh, man. You got some good ones. You got some good ones. The claw. I've been doing the claw for Back ever. in the day. Since yeah. 92. Back yeah. in the day. I did the claw before the claw was popular. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? He invented the claw. Some would say it's based off of you. Well, exactly. Yeah. Right. That exactly. should be some kind of infringement. Exactly. Yeah. You could suit. Mm-hmm. I'm always holding a pussy. Is that, didn't he hold a cat? He does hold a cat. He does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was like, wait, what, Mr. Krabs holding the pussy? <laughs> he would be pinching the pussy. You get crabs yeah. on your pussy. He's a pussy right. pincher. Yeah. yeah. That's true. He would be. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I miss you, Dave. I miss your laugh because your laugh kind of cackles out. It goes, yeah, it, it goes fifty six k every time you laugh. Yeah, <laughs> fifty six twenty four four fourteen four. Yeah. What was it twenty four? What was, was it? it fourteen four and twenty eight eight twenty eight eight? Yeah, fifty six. Yeah, yep. that's it. Yep. Take it easy, bod rate. Don't 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 date yourself. <laughs> so our topic today is um this has been on this is one that's been on a couple of lists on the i think it was on the facebook list and the patreon list or the reddit list and the patreon list but it's been floating around for a while um and it is the kill dozer yeah i didn't know what this was so i I checked podbelly.com to try to find it because we're a part of the podbelly network but it didn't have anything on it it was just a bunch of other cool podcasts and it was like learning how to podcast wow so i abandoned it for now i'll go back because it seems like an awesome site (laughs) but but then i had to go find real stuff i mean you don't watch monster jam i don't yeah the kill dozers on there Mm -hmm. i see them every week this one actually made me happy i was rooting for the underdog on this shit i was watching that fucking tread documentary and really hoping he's going to take down the school gym. I'm kind of torn on this one. So the for those of you who don't know the story of the Killdozer, if you are um, at home, which you probably are because there's a quarantine going on, um, I recommend that you pause the episode, hit the tables, and watch a little bit of Killdozer news video so you know what we're talking about because it's pretty... It's impressive. It really is. They're either at home or at Home Depot. 
That's one true. or the other. Do either of you remember it happening live? I do remember a bit about I it. I mean, on the news. I, I also remember the guy that went rogue on the tank in San Diego, whatever that one was. I had the two mixed up because I, yeah. I, I remembered I remembered the killdozer getting stuck high on the, center, center, on the, the island barrier but yeah. that was the tank yeah so but the killdozer is different because it's a homemade i don't i don't remember it yeah. you don't remember it um, no so, i remember the guy on the tank though i can't hear you say remember without hearing member berries remember? here's here's the thing the the killdozer i didn't see live i it was um I just remembered that night it was all over the news and you could watch tons of clips, but the tank was happening. It was in Southern California, wasn't it? Wasn't it in LA? Uh, no, the killdozer or the, are you talking about the tank? The, the tank. tank was in San Diego, I believe. Cause yeah, I remember yeah. watching that live. It was like live. Oh fuck. There's a tank driving around. And, but the, um, the killdozer, I didn't see live, but I did see the footage, but it is worthy of watching. So a guy named, um, Marvin, uh, he who in my notes I simply started to refer to as Marv because that's what the documentary refers to him as. Um, and there's a documentary called Tread that came out fairly recently as of this recording. Um, as of right now, it's not like free streamable on any services. You have to buy it because it only came out a couple of months ago. Um, but if you like true crime and you like documentaries, it's a it's a decent. Uh, it was eight, eight bucks, I think, yeah. Yeah. Se- Seven ninety nine, yeah. Um, and it's, uh, I don't know. I had mixed feelings about the documentary. It's very informative. I just, the, I my the downside I had about the documentary and it might be the upside to a lot of people is that a significant portion of it was them showing something on screen while they were playing some of his, like, I'm a lunatic recordings his, his audio cassette tape yeah i liked it, it yeah. was, it's a little slow if you don't know the the behind on it like if i i was thinking about that if i didn't know anything about it going into it i'd be like what is this fucking about like right. you don't know until later it starts to happen and you're like they should have prefaced the beginning with a little like summary of the whole and then dove in all you need is a shot of the fucking killdozer driving over some shit and yeah. then you know and then jump back to three years three years prior yeah. yeah yeah but um if you like true crime i think you'll like that documentary um but so this uh marvin Hemeyer um was born in uh 1951 in south dakota uh he served in the air force and by the way the there's a disconnect somewhere because the articles that I read about it, some of the facts and details are different than the documentary. Cause I think after everything happens, you generally don't take the side of the criminal or the alleged criminal. I mean, he's a criminal for sure, but you know what I mean? Like from the, there's a, a point of sympathy from the documentary when you're listening to the audio cassette tapes because you're hearing his perspective, but his God crazy makes me think, I want to believe him and that those guys were assholes and trying to, you know, the city council was a bunch of good old boys and they were, you know, right. not, not giving him easement rights for the sewage hookup and demanding that he hook to the sewage, but it's going to cost him 80 grand. All those little things, you know, where it's just every time he's trying to have an honest fucking muffler shop that he's the the new guy in a small town. Um, and it really did feel like they had it out for him the way that they portrayed it on the documentary. But then you start talking to the other people and they're like, well, I never had that conversation with him. I didn't talk to him, but of course, well, of they course would. they're going to say that. But then you start to look at articles like Wikipedia and stuff on the internet. They kind of rearrange stuff out of order and they're like, oh, he's yeah, fucking- I don't even, I'm not even talking about the tone or who you side with. I mean, there's like some basic facts 
that are different and the the order of events that led up to the kill dozing don't like the buying and selling of property that yeah. that stuff was like so there's, so there's a there's a disconnect somewhere out there i don't know which is correct and which is incorrect but we're gonna move forward and if you're a kill dozer expert out there um what the fuck is wrong with you uh, right Michael. and you and you might be wrong too you fucking because your best source is the internet really i mean what are you gonna do that's a guess did you take yeah. off to colorado and start talking to people they could still lie to you you don't know that's correct you know yeah. and that's all they do in colorado is fucking lie to you like that yeah. is the truth that Smoke weed, weed yep and lie to you yeah state motto together yeah yeah Welcome That's to Denver, where modern. we smoke weed and lie to you. Just kidding. We don't smoke weed. Yeah. Just kidding. And, and yeah. we're never going to lie to you. <laughs> one of us always tells the truth and yeah. one of us always lies. So <laughs> so Marv served in the Air Force. Um, he was a welder and um, I don't, I guess, a machinist in the, in the Air Force. Um, and he was stationed in, in Colorado. And when he got out, he fell in love with Colorado and he decided to to stay there. And he went to Granby, Colorado, where he found a place that he really liked. A nice, it's really, it's actually really nice. I mean, they show like in the documentary, they show the view from his porch and it's a beautiful view like in Colorado. Um, and he said it was really cheap. So he buys this place there with his Air Force earnings and he starts to work at a muffler shop. And I couldn't find any details anywhere, but it said because of projects and other businesses he owned throughout Colorado, he was able to cash it all in and create his own muffler shop. So I don't know exactly what that meant. And how much does it cost to open a muffler shop? I feel like it's like a fucking metal building and you start ordering mufflers that customers need and then you start stocking mufflers. Uh, I, I feel like that's everyone's business mistake is like, I got a, a loan for 250 grand, started this fucking business. I'm like, God, well, it probably was part of the, him buying that property because he spent yeah. two grand on that property. Yeah. At, at auction. So maybe he had to scrape up the money for that. Cause it's a fairly small town. It looks like there's probably not a whole lot of empty buildings floating around um, until he got there. Um, but he had a great reputation. Everyone said he was the best welder in town. He was a he was a great machinist. Uh, he worked for the police department, you know, doing work on their cars. Um, for some reason, he, the documentary kept like they just kept focusing on him being a snowmobiler. Because that was a big thing, I guess. Like he was the head snowmobiler of like there'd be like forty guys would go out in a group riding, and they had that young kid kept talking about to kind of speak to the like the value of his character really, I think to show like, he was like, he was always the fucking coolest guy ever. Like he took us out, we went snowbill and he was like super down to earth. He was humble about shit. Like they I made mean, it, they really painted a picture that like, he's a nice guy. So I mean, I, I all the way through his death, he was still the coolest guy ever. Right. True. You know what I mean, it's true. So, but there was some dissenting voices in some of the articles. There was a, a resident of the town named Christy Baker who said that he Meyer threatened her husband with like physical, you know, they're going to fight over a repair or something like yeah. $120 to speed. Let's yeah. just, let's just get this straight. Like right out the gate. Nobody ever trusts Christy Baker. Right. I mean, her last name is Baker and she's a candlestick maker. Yeah. That's, that's the true. big problem. That yeah. Yeah. True. That's Nobody true. ever trusts her. No. Um, so all this shit starts to go down. And again, my, my notes are kind of out of order because the sources were all out of order. Um, I'm out of order. You're out of order. This whole court's out of order. <laughs> yes. And then, um, I will I watched, hold you in contempt. <laughs> I watched the documentary. Just hold me. 
<laughs> I watched oh. I watched the documentary and it kind of repainted the order. So again, this order might be skewed, um, but we'll we'll get through the basics even if it didn't happen in this order. So part of it is in 1992, he buys two acres of land from um a federal agency that's selling off assets of a failed savings and loan. So a bank went under, owned some property, and this this company is selling off the property at cheap at auction. And a couple of people are obviously multiple people are there at the auction trying to buy property. He ends up getting in a bidding war with a guy named Cody Docheff over this particular piece of land, and he wins. Marv wins the bid at forty two thousand um, dollars. According to Marv, right after the auction, Cody Docheff came up and was like super pissed off and like getting in his shit and, and fighting with him and mad that he bought the property or something. Which sounds more correct. I, I mean, I don't know because he did need the property. He does that Cody guy does later buy the property directly next to him and like slips through some fucking weird loopholes. Cause he's not supposed to be able to get it where it's at. Um, you know what I mean? It does seem like that Marv's part of the stone Marv. Yeah. I'm calling him Marv. Um, his part of the story would be more accurate because it does show that there was that later he buys the property. He needed the property and he would have wanted that property. Right. Um, but he didn't show up, didn't show up with enough money. It ties into one of the interpretations of events, which is what Brent already said, small town in Colorado and the new guy shows up flashing his his wad like you do mm-hmm. um, mm. and he ends up getting the bid. You know, this guy who's been in town his whole life and was always going to buy this property and build this plant. And that was sort of the town's plan. And this newbie shows up and buys it out from under him. So he can't do it. And when I say the town. I really like the, they basically keep talking about like city hall, right? Like there's a family, I can't remember where their names are. The, the Thompsons that are like the, the Kennedys of Granby, Colorado. And Dude, did you get to the part where it shows the three sons? <laughs> oh man. That, that, that shot, that still image. I, I rewound it twice. That still shot <laughs> is worth the seven bucks. It's going to cost you to rent. <laughs> because like an awkward family photo we should yeah. screenshot it for him like you have boss hog like sitting in his chair surrounded by the women folk and then standing behind him are his three sons so so one thompson moved into town and bought a bunch of cabins to like make like a ski resort kind of a place and there was nothing there otherwise so they sort of built up the town owned a bunch of random property all over the place and then like, when people started to move there and settle they owned everything Right. Yeah, like the main street in town is called Thompson Road. Right. So, but you see like the son of the original Thompson and then stand in this photo and then standing behind him are fucking Larry Moe and Curly. <laughs> totally. Three sons and that one in the middle. Oh, yeah. My God. Those motherfuckers should have had like blue tuxedos with cummerbunds for no goddamn reason. Like that's how fucking retarded those guys the were. The younger one looked fine. I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe it was just the younger one looked fine. The younger one didn't look retarded. It skips two generations. There are some chromosomes fucked up over there. 
in comparison to the other two, the brother looked like fucking Brad Pitt. But the and it was like you look at the first one and you're just like eek, and then they talk about the second one and your eyes focus and you're like eek. <laughs> nah, they were like the evolution of fucking stupid, <laughs> left to right. Like you could fucking look at it progressing. Like hey, bro, in ten years that's you. Hey, bro, in ten years that's you. It's crazy. <laughs> but these guys are like on the city council. They're the ones that control zoning regulations, like all this shit. And they're, you know, buddy, buddy with, I'm never going to remember his fucking name. Uh, Chad. Cody Dochev? The douche chef. Chad Douchebag. Yeah. So they're, they're friends with the douche chef and they plan on him buying this property because he wants to build some sort of, I kept forgetting the. It's a cement plant. Yeah. It's like a concrete plant. Term for what type of concrete plant it is, but. Regardless. They build they build cement. Yes. Um, so I didn't quite understand him what happened. So he had this property and then years later he offered to sell it to the douche chef for like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and then three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars and then up to a million dollars, but the zoning change I didn't understand what was happening with that. So I mean the big thing is like he wasn't connected to sewer. That's what started it. I think you know that. Yeah. So he wasn't connected to sewer. And they like said, um, hey, we need you to connect to sewer, blah, blah, blah. And they had like asked about it. And then this is before he said, he's offering to sell it. Yes, before. That's what was the problem with online with like Wikipedia and stuff. It's prior. So the first thing that starts it is that dude gets mad at the auction. And he's like, well, whatever. I bought it. I'm making a fucking muffler shop. Then at some point, the city, and he thinks that like that Cody guy is behind it because he's buddies with the Thompsons. And, and he does um, make the muffler shop. Yeah. So he does make the muffler shop. He's open and doing great business because he worked for a muffler shop, decided to open his own. That's why he bought the property. But they, the city tells him you have to hook to the sewer, but the sewer is 400 feet away at this point in time. And it's going to cost 80 grand to get connected to the sewer. He's like, well, fuck that. Like, I'm fine. I'm just on septic or whatever. I don't need to connect to the sewer. But they and, owned the land. So, he had so then, they, yeah, they do some trick where they like rezone the land and then he has to do it. And then they allow that guy to buy the land behind him. And then now that land is in the way. Um, unless he gives him easement rights or something. And then that guy's like, well, fuck you. You've been like hassling me about making my concrete plant. Um, and you bought that shit out from under me. So I'm not going to give you easement rights. So he can't connect the sewer if he fucking wants to even really he has to go under this guy's property. Yeah. He has to go through that dude's property who they're not buddies. And so then they start finding him like a hundred dollars a day that he's open without being connected to sewer. And so then he's got to send him a check for like fucking 3,400 bucks or something for the time he had been open. It was a stimulus check. His whole stimulus check. His whole stimulus check was gone. So he's fucking pissed. You know what I mean? Like the, the check. He wrote it to like the fucking swindling bull. The cowards and liars department. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But he fucked up and wrote the, 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 the written portion for the incorrect account and they returned his check. And so this is what the thing is. I think he started getting crazy and he thinks everyone's out to get him at this point. Right. right. So I feel for him because it did feel like there was some conniving shit going on, but I think it's mixed with a little bit of crazy. Well, if that, if that Cody guy was in cahoots with the Thompsons who were the zoning commission and they rezoned the other guy's land after this guy bought property in between the, the right. area. I think some of that was happening. Like he's like, buddies yeah. with them because it's a small town. They've probably sure. known him for two years. Their dads were fucking hunting yeah. buddies or some shit. All you know retar- I mean? They were all retarded. They were all retarded. Yeah. And they, and talk- so- they called it spot zoning 
the way they rezoned the land that I didn't really get a definition of what that was, but they said that spot zoning was illegal in Colorado. Well, I think they selectively chose an area of property and just rezoned that one property, yeah. not based off of the actual surroundings. Yeah. Which again, um, they, they were, they were picking on it. city hall, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, but at some point, I mean, like I said, he's kind of fucking manically like almost like, like not schizophrenic, but paranoid that everyone's out to get him kind of thing. And so then they return that check, but it's like, no, you made a mistake on the check. You wrote like the wrong amount in the written portion. Um, we can't accept it. So he went down and like fucking yelled at the clerk and said that she went to the bank and told him not to take the check and all this weird shit. Like she's like, no, I just, we got the check. It's written wrong and you got to fix it, you know? But he's at that point, he's lost his shit. He's fucking pissed because you've been fucking with the wrong guy kind of thing. And in, in and, my research, by the way, at this point is when I had to pause my, my research and I had to break out Tenacious D and listen to their song City Hall. I've heard it, I'm sure, but because it's ridiculous. Like the whole song is about them sticking it to the man in City Hall as if hmm. that's ever a thing that happens to someone. Like your battle with City Hall. Well, Dave, it does. It does. <laughs> so they were, they predicted the killdozer. I went to a Tenacious D concert and Jack Black played a toy saxophone yeah. in his fucking tidy whiteies, yeah. like dirty ass looking tidy. Well, like that was yeah. re real underwear. He didn't dress yeah. up for the concert. He's like took his clothes off and he was wearing some fucking like fruit of a loom, fucking white stripe on the band, fucking underwear. Mm -hmm. And they brought out a fucking plastic saxophone on a velvet pillow and he fucking rocked everybody's socks off. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, we and then Weezer came out. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty cool concert. They opened for Weezer. Yeah. He opened for Weezer. Na, na, yeah. na, it was na, it was Tenacious na, na, D, Jimmy World, and Weezer. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. when they. That's when Tenacious D was just growing. Huh? Yeah, it was pretty right. good. The D was still trouble. Yeah. yeah. So for according, me, to those, according to those tidy whities, yes. So for me, the concert would have been Tenacious D, and then I leave before parking gets bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like some Weezer songs, I'll, I'll admit that. Who was it? was pretty cool. We Weezer's broke into good. the orchestra pit. It was kind of crazy. Like it was a circular, like the like the Civic Center kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And we just walked down, just like pulling on doors, pulling on doors, pulling on doors. And then there was like a security guard by this door. And we're like, fuck, you man. You were like, all fired up about Jack Black and his underwear. I was a hopped up on Mountain Dew, man. I had the accent and everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, Bob Saget was at that concert and like fucking 10 feet from me. And I said, what's up, Bob? And he's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> he was holding nachos, hanging out with his fucking kids or something. <laughs> fucking crazy, crazy concert. So, but we pulled on this fucking door handle and I pulled the fucking door handle and it turned and the door opens. And I was like, it could be, we might run into this. The security guard's going to see us go in this door. Mm -hmm. we, we knew this. And we might just run into like mop supplies and a dead end. We don't know what's behind this fucking mm -hmm. double door. So we fucking open the door run in like four of us run in there, pull the door closed behind us. Cause we're like, the security guy is going to come for us. Mm -hmm. And so then we look and we see light, just a line of light, you know, 15 feet away. Yeah. And I was like, that's gotta be like an opening. So we just fucking take off running. I like nail my fucking shin on like just fucking folded tables and there's chairs. A, there's a truck with a hitch parked there, in there. Yeah, pretty much just strategically <laughs> to get my shin. And I fucking just, we're just slamming through shit, trying to get to this crack of light. And then all of a sudden I just see the dude in front of me opens the door and it's just, it's like opens to the fucking center of like the orchestra pit. Yeah. And we just fucking run into It'd the middle of the It would have been great if you ran crowd. on stage. <laughs> well, like, I'd have to climb to get up there. Yeah. But we told no, you I'm guys. I'm saying to like the, it opened up to like a side yeah, door on the stage. stage yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. But He's yeah. fucking out there. But yeah, Bob Saget was there. Tenacious D was I there. I think it would have been awesome if you left Bob Saget, went, broke into that door, went, saw the light, walked into the light, and Bob Saget was exactly where you just went to standing there eating. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like yeah. being John Malkovich. Yeah. <laughs> like no matter where you go, it always leads you back to yeah. Bob Saget eating nachos. He's like, what's up, guys? Just eats the same nacho. Crunch. Hey, Bob. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> yeah. Repeat. On for an amazing movie. Yeah. And you know Bob Saget would do it. It's, yeah. it's basically Groundhog's Day meets Inception. Right. No, 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 but it's not a whole day, though. It's yeah. just no matter where you go, like you pass through the yeah, door yeah. and it's, it's Bob Saget's Bob Saget always there. Into the grocery store. <laughs> At the front. You're, you're, yeah. The way home from the concert. Yeah. You're making out with a chick. You fucking get into the bedroom. Bob Saget's there. <laughs> I like nachos. to think ultimately he's just, when you finally reach, like you got to go through 32 times. Yeah. And then finally he's just sitting in a white room like the architect from so Matrix. This is, yeah. So this is the question you're getting there. This is the question. Is Bob Saget omnipotent? <laughs> yes. Yes. He, he's omnipotent. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes, conditionally. He's yes. only omnipotent if he's eating nachos. I think you ask him and he's like, bro, I can totally get hard. Look. Yeah. And then he just unzips his pants. I think you're thinking of something else. <laughs> I know I am, but yeah. he was confused, not me. I asked him if he was omnipotent and then he pulled his pants down and showed me his boner. <laughs> I mean, at least that's where my fantasy took it. Right. Right. Yeah. It would. Yeah. Of course. So, um, so Marv gets all fired up cause they send the check back and he, at some point he lawyers up and he pays a shitload of money. Like one of the guys in the documentary says that at some point when he was talking to Marv, he was like $150,000 into his battle with city hall between different fines, between having to get a lawyer between all this shit. So he gets a lawyer for two purposes. Purpose one is to um, sue the city and he files a lawsuit against him. And then purpose two is to just comb over the deal for the, for the cement plant to look for any flaws, any loopholes, anything right. that it shut down. So according to the documentary, the, at this point, they basically, the, the city issued us a, a cease order and they couldn't keep building the cement plant, but they still kept building the cement plant. Right. So he's just looking out of his muffler shop, fucking roll up door, just stewing. Cause he's like, I spent all this fucking money on this attorney to make them cross T's and dot I's and they fucking aren't allowed to do it, but yet they're doing it. Right. So right. he has to watch that shit and he's just fucking getting pissed and he thinks God's on his side. That's the real thing, dude. I had like flashbacks of my stepdad in high school when he fucking rolled in the grass and told me like that God told him to do all that shit and locked me in the garage and did all that craziness. How do you know he didn't? I, maybe he did, but I don't think God tells you to take me on a wild ride to Burger King and not feed me and then he roll could. in the grass and you don't just know, throw you grass. It seemed like a God fool. Maybe. Maybe it stalled me just long enough and I was going to die in a car accident. Exactly. exactly. You don't know that it could be. The house could have burned down if you were there. Right. True. But he took you. Might be some butterfly effect, but yeah. I think there'd be a more, a less abusive, well, traumatizing way than super gluing the locks and leaving God the garage. God works in mysterious ways. There were micro cassettes involved and this guy's got a cassette recorder. Like there were recordings of him that I had listened to in a briefcase hmm. And this is pretty close to this. There's one way we can find out if your dad actually was talking to God. <laughs> he said, I am all ears. Let's hear this. You got to ask Bob Saget eating nachos. <laughs> yeah. We have to run into him. This Now here's the movie. Us trying to get to Bob Saget eating, eating nachos, nachos to find you, out if my dad talked to you God. Can't, you can't just run into Bob Saget no. at yeah. any point. He has to be eating nachos. <laughs> shit has to be strategic. Strategically like timed, shitty stadium nachos, just like yeah, a goop of orange cheese and the uh, and the round, the shitty stale round chips <laughs> and the shitty stale round jalapenos. Yes, and the cheese is always cold. I don't know how yeah. that is. Yeah, or and the jalapenos are hot. hot. Well, usually the cheese is so hot you can't eat it for like a half life of point five seconds. 
and then it's ice cold. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I've never experienced hot but nacho cheese no, like that. No yeah. thermal cooling. They're just like they could fucking like melt through concrete. It's like McDonald's fries. Cold. Yeah, exactly. They're they're hot right out of the fryer, and then fucking like as soon as you put your hand on one, you it's can't drive fucking, home. Yeah, man. it's cold as shit. Bin. Eat those now. Yeah, I think Bob Saget eating nachos is our only hope against Gary Coleman. <laughs> Maybe he'll know when he's going to appear through time. He, I mean, Bob Saget could be the Oracle. He could be eating. Can one, can one of my robots project a hologram that says Bob Saget? You're our only hope. <laughs> it might. Bob Saget like that, eating nachos. I know hope. Jimmy D's can make a shirt <laughs> eating nachos. You're our only hope because <laughs> <laughs> Bob Saget just a funny comedian. You know what, Jimmy D? That's what I want. I want a Roby Senior T-shirt. I would wear that. That's I know cool. no one gives a fuck about that, but I do. Huh. I would wear that shirt, sir. We could probably make that happen on print on demand or something. I don't want you to make a whole screen, but hmm. I don't know. Roby so, Senior is awesome. The judge rules against uh, Marv, um, <clears throat> shoots down the lawsuit, rules against him, says everything's legit, even though it wasn't legit, you know, on the on the spot zoning. <laughs> and um, the lawyer comes back and says he's not going to appeal it because there isn't enough evidence. Just suck it up. There's the ruling. Then hmm. uh, he he accuses the attorney of trying to milk him for money. But you're like, well, if he was milking for money, he wouldn't have stopped. He'd have kept on milking you for money sure. and took you to the appeal right. court. Right. He would have got you, got you for some more money. Mm -hmm. Right. So at this point, um, he does what anyone would do, which is go to a Ritchie Brothers auction in California and buy a Komatsu D355A bulldozer. Dude, I, I saw one without that. That was engineering genius, this motherfucker, with like sandwiched concrete under plate steel they pulled out a 50 cal uh, rifle and we're fucking shooting that. i was like bink bink he had three yeah, inch no, lex on I in mean, front of cameras like he, he was, was gangster he was ex-military i mean that's yep. kind of known like no, can, it was impressive can, dude yeah there was no stopping that shit if he hadn't fucked up like spoiler so, but so he spends an hour and a hour and a half a year and a half so it's not like this this wasn't like just a, a crime of passion <laughs> true like he grabbed a rifle and went on a fucking shooting spree in town hall he fucking drove to california bought a tractor had it delivered a bulldozer a bulldozer for a year he had it parked at the entrance of his muffler shop facing city hall with a <laughs> for sale sign on the scoop well yeah and 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 you have to prepare the tractor for what it's going to do right you know what i mean so Staring at that city hall every day, that tractor wanted to tear. I think it the other factor is like his uh, his his thought process is that he's on a mission from God. Yeah, and you know, he ends up saying like God wants me to do this. I'm doing this because God wants me. He thinks that his whole life leading up to it, like not being married, having military training, yeah. the ability to weld, um, and putting him in these situations, having him uh, be financially viable to be able to purchase these things. He thinks it's all steps from God. Like mm -hmm. God's having him do this. So, you know. He's Again. just building it for like, it's an ark for fucking Noah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's building this thing for a year and a it half. Could be. And he's right. like, if I get caught, I get caught because God wanted me to get caught. Like, exactly. so he's fearlessly making this fucking doomsday <laughs> exactly. machine. Some of his quotes are God built me for this job. I think mm. God will bless me to get the machine done, to drive it, to do the stuff that I have to do. These God are all country me. songs. The first one's a shirt. God <clears throat> built me for this country job. Song. Yeah. God built me for this job. It's true. Yeah. God blessed me in advance for the task that I'm about to undertake. It is my duty. God asked me to do this. It's a cross that I'm going to carry, and I'm carrying it in God's name. What I want to know is whose lawn is he going to burn that cross in front of? That's a good question. Uh, it matters. It does matter. 
so but yeah and the documentary is just full of tons of the audio clips of him raving about god and like blowing up at, at how bad city hall is and and all this stuff so he starts to 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 modify the bulldozer um and it's quite ingenious so like like brent said some areas there was one foot of armor that was five thousand psi quick crete concrete mixed between sheets of tool steel that he had to buy from an automotive dealer in denver um because it doesn't look like a bulldozer anymore when it's no and it's not real pretty it wasn't designed to be sleek either it's not not sporty there's it's yellow treads with the scoop on the front and then just a giant boxy block of concrete and steel on top of it um he uh at the end of the day the armor was effective because it Turns out that 200 rounds of ammunition were fired at the bulldozer and nothing got through. And there were three external explosions and one internal explosion that didn't harm it enough to, to slow it down. Yeah. A dude got on top of the fucking bulldozer and dropped flashbang grenades down mm-hmm. the exhaust and it didn't fucking phase that shit. Yeah. yeah. Just dropping them down there all boom. And he's just fucking cruising on, right. knocking shit down. Right. Some guy showed up like, oh, man, check it out, man. I'm going to save your day. I got a present for you. And he pulled out a giant 50 cal rifle. Fucking nothing. Nope. The cop grabs. He's like, bink, 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 bink. Didn't do shit to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he has video cameras. Um, so he can with two monitors. Uh, he had five mount- video cameras with two monitors. Yeah. yeah, and next to the like, he really fucking like God really told gave him the plans because the video cameras had little air compressors next to him. So once they got covered in dust and debris, he could hit a little button and have the air compressors blow them free of debris, so he could still keep seeing and clear the lens. At some point, they thought in the very beginning that it was radio controlled. They were like looking around on the surrounding hills and mountains because they thought he was just like remote controlling it. Which which would have been pretty awesome. Would have, yeah. um, and then finally they figured out he is actually fucking in there. He had his own um, air conditioner inside of it. <clears throat> um, he had three gun ports. One was for his own 50 caliber rifle. One was for a 308 and one was for a 22 long rifle. Um, 22 is weird. Was he going to shoot some squirrels along the way? A, he has a 50 caliber and a fucking <laughs> 22 30 caliber. And then he might want to stop for some plinking in the middle. Yeah. Plink, plink. Hey, hey look at that beer can, man. Plink, plink. <laughs> I mean, what if you get bored? True. You know, smash, smash. I just I mean, want to hit shoot someone in the shit. forehead with a 22. Yeah. There will be trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Still, there's, it's a problem. So he um, and they all had half inch thick steel plate armor in uh, covering him up. Um, and they think that he intended to die in the vehicle because apparently there was a giant homemade crane in the muffler shop that lowered the armor cement massiveness over the top of it. And there was no way to get out once that was in place. Which I don't know because the reenactment showed him getting into like a hatch that he closed from the inside. And then there's an image um, that actually used a cropped portion of it for the cover art uh, for this episode from inside with the monitors and shit looking up and out. So I don't know. You couldn't get in there, though. The guy was on top of it fucking trying everything, shooting fucking at every hole, you know, and then three three inch Lexan fucking that plexi shit in front of those fucking cameras. They couldn't take him out. They were sticking rebar and shit in in the tank tracks trying to get it bound up. Just fucking chopped it off and chewed it up. Kept on fucking rolling. So, Another dude, uh, that Cody uh, 
fucking past the Ducci on the left hand side. Mm-hmm. That guy fucking came out with a, a tractor or like a fucking backhoe and was trying to slam into it. It was just like lifting up his wheels. That thing was so heavy. Think well, how heavy yeah, it was. Well, yeah, if he had fucking. It was already all a bulldozer. That cement, yeah. All that cement with the metal plate. They tried to bring yeah. out these giant fucking machines. I can't remember. They were called like graders or something. These fucking. They were hinged in the middle. They were so big. Giant yeah. ass tires. And they were fucking trying to like block him off. Those of are roads. earth movers. He yeah. just pushed them right the fuck out of the way. Like. You know, the uh, Cody Douche Chief had a wheel tractor scraper. Right. And then they got those big ones, though, and tried to block off roads. And they were huge. They were like two, three times the size of what he had. Yeah. But he just had fucking George Foreman yeah. like yeah, fist and just problem. pushed him straight out of the way. So on uh, D-Day minus two, 2004, he goes on his, his killdozer rampage. He goes through. He drives through um, the concrete plant first town hall. Um, the local newspaper, <clears throat> because they were writing edit- <clears throat> editorials against him when he was suing the city and so forth, <clears throat> they were publishing editorials by city folk who thought it was a bad idea. So he hated on the newspaper. Um, he drove through the home of the former mayor um, and he had died. So at this <laughs> point, it was the home of the the former mayor's 82 year old widow who like barely got pulled out of there in time by the cops. Um a uh, hardware store that he uh, named uh, the, the owner was one of the people that was named in the lawsuit who he was suing um, the, he drove through the city library. And again, the library had like a kid's reading session in place. And if the cops oh. didn't run in and pull all the kids out, he would have run through the library full of kids. Um, so a lot of people like, and a lot of the articles are basically saying for all the people that are saying he's a folk hero because he didn't kill anyone. He was just like damaging all the people that damaged no. him. It's like, no, he got kind of lucky in not killing several yeah. people, including an old lady and a bunch of kids. Yeah, uh, they, well, and they barely got those people it's out like, with it's that like reverse the, 911 call. It's like the slowest moving tornado ever. You can see footage like as it's happening, the whole town is just like up on ridges walking around watching it. Like they can all outrun this thing. You're not in any danger. Like except for the 50 caliber. For 50 caliber. But they yeah, all, yeah. The, whole, the whole city was just walking around watching it happen up on hills. Um and he didn't have much articulation with that gun. Like he was trying to shoot some giant propane tanks at one point in time, and he couldn't get like the barrel to move like quite up. Yeah, if over he just the had school. a hole. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, it wasn't, part of the problem was you could see it in the footage, like the he couldn't get the 50 cal to shoot because there was too much armor and shit in the way. So every time he was firing it, you would just see these huge plumes come out of the little armor hole where he was shooting his own internal armor and he was shooting the cement out. And he was like, he, which is a good thing because he was shooting at industrial hundred foot long propane tanks that were right next door to an old folks community trying to explode them, <laughs> trying to blow them up, which I, I like the description though. It's like if he would have hit it, everyone in an 800 square like mile radius, or it, not, it wasn't 800 square miles, but they're saying this whole thing like eight so square just, miles, like would no. be most likely in danger. <laughs> most like, likely <laughs> in danger. That's yeah. not that scary. They cleared. They cleared a thousand. They cleared it by a thousand feet. Um, but they were massive. Like, like when I read the article about propane tanks. I was like picturing some lame video game where you shoot the propane tank to kill a couple of, you know, splinters, goons or something. Um, But the these things are fucking massive, massive, massive propane tanks. I can't imagine they wouldn't have blown up and done some serious damage. Um, So 
he does roughly $7 million worth of damage, which I thought was pretty low, all things considered. Because they even, you see footage and it's just like every road that he drove down was wrecked. Like every lamppost he came by got wrecked. Every building was fucking had to be demolished. You know, I was very surprised that it was only $7 million, but, um, so he does all this, like, like Brent said, they did a, a reverse 911 emergency system to call everybody and tell them to get the fuck out. You know, if they're, if the, if the kill dozer was, was on their way. Um, and the, so what finally stops him is he gets to the hardware store, which is on his revenge list. Um, and the, at some point, he rams the building next to the, the, or no, he runs over a street light and it punctures the radiator from underneath. A bunch of fluid starts coming out. He starts, starts coming out the whole thing. Overheating. Covered in steam, a giant steam plume. He was probably fucking cooking inside of that thing based yeah. on how much steam was coming off of it. Yeah. He's losing hydraulic fluid. You can tell he's starting to have trouble. Yeah. And then he starts to just take out the whole side of the building, which is smart. Like he just starts cutting down the side of the building right. and the whole fucking building starts falling to the side. But one of the guys in, in one of the interviews on the documentary, when they're narrating over, it, he's like, but what I knew was there's a basement under that building and he's probably not thinking about it. Right. And so as he's fucking mowing down the side of it, the right side of the tracks fall into, fall the, into basement, the basement and he fucking just gets stuck right there. Yeah. But not before taking out fucking like town hall and the fucking <laughs> gr- grandma's house yeah. and the whole concrete plant and the fucking the uh, library newspaper, uh, sta- the yeah. newspaper place like yeah, not stands, buildings. Yeah. yeah, right. And it took a long time. This wasn't a fast-moving vehicle. Like this whole thing took like an hour and a half or something like that. And at <laughs> one point, they had called the governor, and um, the governor allegedly the governor's was considering using the national guard. Um, like one of the plans floated to the governor was to send an Apache helicopter to destroy it with a Hellfire missile. Or, I don't think the governor has that kind of power in fucking fucking Granby, Colorado. I don't think he gets to make the decision. He could call them, but I don't think he gets to choose a Hellfire missile and a fucking Apache helicopter. No, I I, I don't. I have no idea. Because it made it when you read it, it makes it seem like. Oh, but then he decided not to use the Apache helicopter. The governors have. I mean, the governor. As far as I know, the governors are commander in chief of the state national guard. Yeah, maybe make those decisions. Um, maybe not. I have no idea. But they're, one, they're, they're only one fiftieth of the president. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's the faction. There's the National Guard and then there's the State Guard. Oh, okay. So, but um, the other option was a two-man fire team with a Javelin anti-tank missile. Um, and then there's some debate online about whether or not that actually ever happened. He said that it never happened but members of his staff like years later were like but no it really did happen no there was a phone call there's audio on the documentary that says so you want the national guard and a helicopter in here right and and yeah he said yeah army national guard air national guard like whoever and like there's there's audio of him requesting it and the governor i mean at the end of the day the reports are that the governor said no 
because he's like, I don't think any of you in Granby, Colorado, quite understand the amount of damage a Hellfire missile is going to cause <laughs> if we fire it at the Killdozer. Like yeah. a Javelin missile is going to take out the Killdozer and fuck a whole lot of shit up that isn't the Killdozer. I don't think that's the best option. <laughs> and Grandma. Yeah, yeah. Taking Grandma out. Yeah, yeah. Especially a fucking Hellfire missile. Like that shit is going to destroy half a Granby. But... um. So, yeah, it gets stuck. Uh, Some SWAT members start to surround it um, to try to figure out how they can get inside. And uh, they um, heard a single gunshot inside of it. And they assumed at that point that he was dead. And they tried to use explosives to blow off the steel plates and nothing happened. So they started to cut through it with a cutting torch. I'd have sit there and made him cut me out, man. I'd have went out in the blaze of glory like Bon Jovi. I'd had Bon Jovi playing on some kind of fucking loudspeaker that was hooked to it <laughs> for sure. Just on loop, dude, driving him fucking crazy. Psychological warfare. Here we go again on my own. <laughs> and totally, if he did have any disregard for the fucking for the <laughs> for Simon, you know what? You also did Al Pacino fucking. Uh, you do the wrong one every fucking. Wow. <laughs> you always say you talking to me. You do that every time we say Al Pacino. You, you talking, to talking to me? You talking <laughs> to me? Robert De Niro. Huh? You did it two episodes ago. What are you talking about? It's Al Pacino. <laughs> that's yeah. Cool. yeah. That's when that's when Al Pacino played Robert De Niro. I like Al Pacino. What are the little Al Pacino peppers? <laughs> the, the yellow ones? You Al put Pac- them on your sandwich? <laughs> Al Pacino peppers is my new favorite quote. <laughs> <laughs> you eat them and go hoo-ah yeah and when I, next you put time, them on your subway sandwich this, you get the Al Pacino if the apocalypse peppers. ever gets over I'm going to go to subway and say can I get some Al Pacinis on my own we <laughs> <laughs> get some Al Pacinis yeah and then when you eat it yeah it's the hoo-ah <laughs> yeah. he needs to be their new sponsor we needed a commercial with Al Pacino yeah. and these are now the Al Pacinis he argues with the sandwich yeah. he's like are you looking at me <laughs> Guy. <laughs> it's Can not he, the wrong guy. It's Al Pacino. And it's the looking wrong. at the Al, it's got the Al Pacino peppers. <laughs> and he's like, quote? Are you looking at me? <laughs> doing hua. Ain't nobody else in here, Taxi sandwich. Driver. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. You totally redeem yourself with fucking Al Pacini's, though. <laughs> that was gold. If this is the road to Al Pacini's, it was all worth yeah. it. Yeah. It was just a long, it was a yeah. few week plan. You know what I mean? You might a few well weeks. Write. That's like a year plan. Yeah, was it? Yeah. yeah. You might as well I mean, you, 59 minutes on the back of your hand because that's the, <laughs> that's going to be the clip. Yes. <laughs> Al Pacini's. Al Pacino peppers. <laughs> and a black guy's yeah. tea. So, black guy's tea. Mm, <laughs> that sounds good. Um, so they ended up um, on June 5th at 2 a.m. They finally cut through it and they're able to remove his body. And then um, they finally, uh, after everything was wrapped up, it took a couple of years, actually. Three years later, they decided to finally get rid of the killdozer and they um, broke it into multiple pieces. They basically like treated it like the like the one ring. Like they took they took all the rings and they just they spread them throughout the land so no one could harness. No, it's, it's more the Braveheart than it's more the uh, the William Wallace than it is the ring. I don't know. That I guess the ring analogy works too. Actually, they they, they break it up and they send it to different scrapyards, on, so no one knows where parts of the Killdozer are because they thought people were going to come around looking for Killdozer souvenirs, which they would have. They could have raked it in. They should have fucking got that money. Yeah. You know what I mean? They could have made little killdozer keychains. 
I guess, I don't know who gets the intellectual property right to kill Dozer. He made it. He's dead though. I don't know. Didn't have family. Some family would have showed up with a new kill. I don't think that's what you want in your city though. Yeah. I mean like, yeah. yeah. Welcome to, what is it? You got to pull a Roswell. Mange, Colorado. Exactly. You don't even know their name. You would if they had kill Dozer keychains. Yeah. Yeah. Little magnets that you could take home with you. Mm -hmm. Shot glasses, dice. Everything with the kill dozer on it. Yeah, they should really over the hill dozer shirts. Exactly. Over the hill dozer. Yeah. <laughs> I fought town hall and all I got was this lousy kill dozer t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but at the end of the day, the like you can see memes pop up every uh, uh June 4th, you'll see uh things spread talking about like this great folk hero um who fought against city hall and did something that you know he was the little man striking out against big government and big corporations even though it was the town hall of granby and a cement factory <laughs> like i don't know the other thing that happened was uh was it ronald reagan died the next day or something did you see that oh uh-uh. like the day following it Ronald Reagan died and then it just fucking all just got like forgotten. Yeah. It was like, Nope. Oh yeah. Yeah. So his legacy of, it was like all over the news, national news, Ronald Reagan dies. Boom. Forget about it. Dude in a bulldozer in some little Colorado town next. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. It's like, I mean, yeah, he's the little guy who got shit on and that's definitely the spin that the documentary really emphasizes. Um, But I, I don't know the documentary. I mean, it i think it tries its best to be somewhat down the middle and it tries to show the people who are from town hall and the people that were doing whatever but it's like every single one of their interviews doesn't really convince you that they weren't in on it and being sleazeballs and fucking with this guy it's well like, it's because if it's the watching. they didn't seem uh they didn't seem like spiteful or vindictive in any way though really like no one well, seemed fucked up you didn't ever see a cody but maybe that guy died because he looked old but like most of the people they talked to it seemed like ah uh, they were like i don't know what his deal was like yes yes we made a cement plant there yes he needed to hook the sewer that's just standard protocol yes it's going to cost 80 grand you got to dig a 400 foot line and run sewage and hook up to all this shit like they made it very a matter of fact and yeah like, but that's because they weren't the ones getting shit on too right. you know what i mean like you're in city hall you're there like oh it's another piece of paper this person has to do something send him a letter you know what i mean like they're just like even those thompson brother dudes didn't seem angry you know no tore down but they could have grandma's house they could have like you know they're the zoning department or whatever and their buddy cody's like hey fucking this guy like can you can you fucking do something like oh yeah we'll zone him Make yeah. him have to, fight. you know what I mean? Right. Like, sure. so it wasn't their axe to grind, right? But they might have been a favor part of, a favor yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. fucking like, yeah, okay. Some of the total, yeah. You're gonna like, you're gonna build a c- you're gonna build a cement plant. Oh, you you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. No. Yeah, it opens the door for semen jokes. That's what's no. happening there. It does not. Mm. It's not. I always say cement. Right. It's like pillow. pillow. No, I have, I have to said. say a couple of times that I said cement plant. Like I never say cement. Yeah, I, but it only, it feels right to say cement plant. Yeah, you have to. It's C E C, mint. Right. M E N T. If you say it any other way, you're pronouncing it wrong. Those are fish flavored mints. They're yeah. cements. Mints of the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cements. Mm. So. This one's urchin flavor. That's some oh, Japanese. I, those are Japanese breath mints. They're cements. I don't follow the folk hero side of this. I think this is a fucking fucking shit house. Why, why is he a folk hero? He's a fucking guy he's that had an issue, made a fucking tractor and destroyed town. Like, yeah, I like, that's not a folk hero. That's a guy who fucking who like 
just so went they, on a fucking rager. They try to say he's like Guy Fox and he's like a Robin Hood and he's a, a no. Who's no? He's a fucking a folk hero. He would have. He would have fucking. He would have fucking made like. He would have went on like a. I don't know, like a. He would have went to court and fucking got shit passed. You know what I mean? Like actually, maybe he would have ran for mayor or fucking did something. Nothing like, was accomplished. No, yeah, nothing was accomplished. There was no. It was a means to an end for him to kill himself. Yeah. Like fucking it. Like right. I mean, he didn't even since kill no anybody. one died, though. Yeah, it, I, in my opinion, kind of awesome. I mean, he fucking built a tractor tank and fucking it started driving better if people would have died. Nah. I think so. I can't buy the I can't buy the argument that he didn't intend for people to die. Like he no, he he blow up those propane tanks. You don't fucking bring your fucking fifty cal sniper rifle in your fucking kill dozer if you're and, not on fucking. Kill and you can't have a police scanner or maybe like a news TV so you can see what's going on out there and make sure shit's or a fucking phone and say, hey, evacuate these buildings. I'm about to fuck them up. Right. If you had no intent to kill yeah. anyone, you could have called well, ahead usually, like a bomb scare. No one's stopping you. Yeah, usually when you lock yourself in something and have no intention on getting out. And you go to destroy shit. You're you're probably doing it as you know. What I mean, the final act. You're going to kill people, right? And it's over. You know, he just fucking. It was kind of a lousy attempt. Right. I think if it was backed by God, fucking, it would have been way better. Oh yeah, some wrath shit. They're yeah, like it, like the dozers coming and the locust yeah. swarm. Yeah, it's something weird you know happened. I mean? Something yeah. unexplainable. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. That's all you got. Yeah. So we have a social media winner for episode 470, Jim Carrey. Um, I still have just Jim Carrey flashback, funny images from fucking last week studying that shit. Um, Jackson um, is going to win a t-shirt for sharing on Twitter. Uh, their handle is at Ole Jackson. So that's O-L-E-J-A-X-O-N. Ole Jackson. Ole Jackson. That's, that's their pronounced. first and last name. Yeah. Roly, Ole, Poly. He's got a fat belly is why. They call him Roly Poly when he's little. Is it a he? Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jackson with the X. Absolutely. I don't know. Jack's on. Yeah, maybe. What does he jack on? Well, he's getting a t shirt. He's gonna jack on this t shirt is what he's gonna Ooh. do. He gets yeah. a new nut rag. He just does it straight in his shirt. He pulls his shirt over the boner mm. and just does it inside the shirt. <laughs> it's a wet spot. And then goes it. to the store. Yeah, it's a wet spot on his chest. And he tells everyone that he spilled whiskey on his chest. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's my move. Dropped his coffee. That's yeah. what he says. <laughs> Drops his coffee all over his shorts. That'd have been a lot, yeah. Brad. That would have been a lot. You've been well, saving you know. up. Yeah. You've been doing tantric shit. Just like, loads of load. Yeah, you jerk off to the edge for a month. 30 days of tantric. <laughs> to the edge. Off. Yeah. Edging. Just hold it. Your balls, you can barely walk. <laughs> Grapefruit balls, and you just drain those things. Uh, like a cream donut. Like an eclair. What? A cream donut. <laughs> donut. Donut hurt with your bicycle? Mm. <laughs> All right. That's enough of that. Jesus Christ, How many Jackson. dragoons do you know? You see what you did, Jackson? I crossed them off my list. Um, also, we're part of the Podbelly Network. Um, you can go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts like Podcasts We Listen To um, with Jeremy and then Just the Worst with Patty motherfucking Larson over there. Still doing it. She's freezing today, apparently. She posted snow on the uh, on the grams. Mm. Apparently, it has huge waves from 70 degrees to 30 degrees in fucking snow. Mm. I want no part of that. We had that, that doesn't sound like that's the crazy cold rain snap we had for a couple of days. Now it's over her. It rained like a motherfucker, Fuck. dude. Yeah. It rained forever. I had to go to Harbor it, Freight and cover the chickens. It I had to go doesn't, to yeah, it doesn't rain like it rained here. Yeah. yeah it fucking rained a lot. That shit was biblical. Um, also, uh, we had a virtual meetup, which was kind of cool. So you guys keep an eye out. Sam posted I that randomly. I, I, I showed up to it. Isn't it weird times? 
Uh, it was seven thirty. Like, I, I don't know. What are you doing? Like on a fucking Thursday or some shit though. Yeah, like I was, it was unexpected. I yeah. was unprepared. I was giving a bunch of shit because I had technical difficulties. But strange. I don't have a computer in my house, so I didn't have to use my phone. So it worked. You're a typical mechanic. Fucking yeah, it's the the gardener. Computer, with, the yeah. gardener with the shaggy. I lawn. have a computer shop, but oh no, that computers. Was, that was blowing people's <laughs> mind. I was like, I have lots of computers, but they're at the shop. Yeah, I'm not taking. Not here. I'm not doing that at home. I have multiple I'm screens at the shop. At home, I do. I no six monitors. It looks like fucking command central. Um, so go to potbelly.com, check that out. Also check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, I guess we just have to pick the fucking winners from Reddit now, you sons of bitches. There's only two people yeah. commented on this Facebook fucking hot sack post. My heart it's hurt spread a out. Bit. It's got everywhere. Well, but then Brad because there's Reddit, all kinds of, I was like, oh damn, Reddit. There's a fucking ton on there. Right and now. and if you just scroll through Facebook, every other post, there's like That's nobody's true. just using the post anymore. They're just posting shit. It's funny, yeah, random. like, we'll have, like, new fans in the thing. group, or someone will say something, I'm like, I never heard of this person, but they said they've been listening for four years or yeah. something, and yeah, then yeah. you click on their fucking profile, and all their posts are, like, techo yeah. and pigeons, and you're like, where did this well, motherfucker go? Yeah. And, and that's something we talked about before, you know, there's there's the people you're going to know, mm-hmm. you know, because they make themselves known, you know, there's like Alan just, Mills, who won't shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, dude. And then you have... It's four in the morning, you know, bro. Stop messaging yeah, me. Stop, Jesus. Yeah, stop. I'm, it was Easter, bro. No, we didn't record. Yeah. Jesus. And and then you have for eggs, and then you have other people who kind of will browse. You know what I mean? They'll kind of be around, and then you got people who you will never know who have been listening forever. Lurkers, yeah, they're just yeah, yeah, they're just weird, weird people. Like that guy we never heard of, whatever his name is. Yeah, that guy. Who's that? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, I never heard of him. Never heard of him. And by the way, if it wasn't for bottle for Easter, we would have been recording yesterday. Mm-hmm. would have been our five-year anniversary of starting the show. I'm glad you brought that back up because I forgot yeah. it again. That's yeah. that's pretty yeah. awesome. It was officially five five years from when we recorded the first one. Brad and I are trying to, we were talking about trying to come up with something that doesn't require me to mail out 500 things, but we are about to have our 500th episode. We're super close to 500 patrons. What episode? And what's that? What episode is this? 472? 470 oh, yeah, we're getting yeah. there. I mean, technically, with bonus episodes, we're way, way past it. Yeah, but, yeah. But 500 real episodes, we are approaching fast. 500 like numbered The next episodes, few weeks, yeah. yeah, we're going to end up hitting it. So our next few yeah. months. Um, so we're trying to come up with some kind of celebratory thing. Can't have a meetup. You know, I don't I don't know what to do. feels like something should happen. We'll figure something. Well, we could. Cool shirt I mean, there might be, I don't know. I mean, if this whole stay-at-home thing If the pandemic ends. Yeah. Gotta wait for the pandemic yeah, to pandemic. be over. Yeah. It all ends. I mean, we'll come up with something. Uh, hopefully it'll be, you know, something for everybody. But it's been wild. Crazy five yeah. years. Can't believe that. Um, thank you for reminding us, Dave. I'm sure Facebook told you five years ago today you posted this. <laughs> yeah. You called Brad. What'd you call Brad in your post? Brad, Braddy Brad or something? That's what, it, that's what he used to go by on Facebook. Your name on Facebook was Braddy Brad? It was like Braddy know. Brad the second or something like that. It must have just been a little uh, fucking funny Brad. stage. Oh, because I changed. I was, Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I'm Bradley banging my phone, you know. Mm. He's it's he has many yeah mm-hmm. personas, yeah. Mm-hmm. For all his rap career. Every AKAs. every album there's a new name, so I, I can't keep up. Um yeah. anyways, thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. Uh, go to printdirtcheap.com and uh, you can order printed goods, use Sofa King po- uh, podcast code to save some money. Um also thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Um, I'm going to send you an image of that Roby senior. I'll make a robot shirt. That's eighties. It's for me, bro. I got it for mm. Christmas when I was five. Brad's not liking it, but we're not talking about mint chip ice cream and macaroni right now. We're talking mm. about a shirt for me, Mm-mm. not for you. Mm-mm. And I've been trying That's to come good. up with you something. Can do whatever yeah, you no want. one else is buying it. I'll get it and wear it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I need nipple windows. I want to. I want to be able to lift little windows and let my nipples out sometimes for some air. Sounds like something you'd buy on Wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know this shit's coming. I'm You're a faucet right, to dad. I'm, that is something you buy on. <laughs> I'm a faucet to the internet. I don't even know where this shit's coming from. It's not for me. When you said nipple windows, I just I pictured that the yeah. see-through bra <laughs> on Wish. Oh man, it just keeps popping up. I'm gonna bring Tyler Mott out of retirement with that comment. Mm, yeah, I didn't even I didn't know what was happening. Retirement? Why is he retired? He, he hasn't been making any cartoons lately, and uh, that, that was gonna be me up. with nipple windows. He he's, a, he's a quitter. <laughs> Maybe they're little mini blinds that Brad's trying to look through my nipple windows mm. with the mini. They're covered in mi- miniature mini blinds. Maybe Dave's off in the corner doing something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Shades. Yeah, you wear blinds. you wear different type of shades than I do. <laughs> Apparently, my shades and your shades are different, bro. Where am I at? I did all the sponsors we talked about five years. Don't know if that meetup's happening. No, I don't even know. It's, I, I, don't I, think I just so. man, it's yeah, out of our control. Yeah. I can't imagine it is. We haven't officially. Said I mean, it's no. still it's still a month and a half off. Yeah, but man, I can't imagine. Pretty sad too. It felt like it was going to be the meetup of meetups. There was like concerts and beer gardens and all kinds of shit. Yeah, I was going to kill somebody. Yeah, closing out the sushi bar. Yeah. Brad was going to kill somebody. Where's I was going to be like, are air? you looking at me? I was going to do Al Pacino impression, yep. and then fucking. <laughs> Yeah. You looking at me? Hoo-ah. Yeah. We're still sitting on the Airbnb and hopeful, but it's not likely to. Yeah. I saw that clear the account, but I was like, ah, probably goodbye to that. I don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, oh, yeah, one last no thing. Uh, Nicole Smith uh, has a new design website. So she uh, she posted and uh, Gesa posted in the group because um, uh, Nicole's being shy about it for some reason. But uh, Nicole Smith Bosch has helped us over the years with lots of the shirt designs and lots of our social media stuff and our marketing stuff. Super good at graphic design. She's really talented. Uh, she finally t- decided to embrace that. And so we said we give her a shout out. But if you go to NicoleSmithDesign.com, um, she's got her portfolio on there. If you need a logo, if you need something done, if you like the stuff that she did for us, you can see everything she did. She did shirts for Dave's book. Um, mm-hmm. She actually won that book cover. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got all kinds of stuff going mm-hmm. on. She has her own clothing brand that's coming up. So um, go check out NicoleSmithDesign.com and see what she's got going on because we appreciate everything she's done for us and she deserves uh, some some advertisement. So, I was trying to think of something. Design, design smitten. Uh, trying to think of something. Smith <laughs> For what? Yeah. I'll smit on you. I'm smitten with design. Right. I will smit on you. Yeah. Oh, you got to take a smit. I mean, it's gotta take a smit. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going to go there, but we did it. We yeah. tainted it now. Yeah. We gotta, she has to graduate from. Ed from, smit it. You wanted to go there. Ed smit it. You want to go there. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Yeah. We have to graduate with some sort of respect. She's done a lot for us and we just keep calling her a hooker and you know, all that uh, I stuff. I mean, you but, are what you are. Yeah. Good at design. Yeah. And right. blowing dudes. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> uh, if you're on Reddit or not, go to reddit.com slash Sofa King podcast. R forward slash Mexican stole my shit. <clears throat> Mexican stole my shit. Maybe, maybe, maybe. What's another good one, Dave? I don't know, but I just, you said Mexican and I want to, I want a Mexican superhero <laughs> who's a communist and his name is Pink for the guy in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, one seventeen thirty nine. One seventeen. Did you make that up? Yeah. Pink with the, oh man, that's good. And it goes kind of goes with the Al Pacini's too. Yeah. I might just have to get two cuts. I'm gonna merge them together. <laughs> they both involve peppers. <laughs> seventeen thirty nine. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Anyway, go to r slash Sofa King Podcast. Join in the conversation there. If you're on Reddit, Instagram, 
or Twitters. Uh, you can like, comment, share. Uh, sharing uh, gets you prizes. Uh, we give away prizes every week to people who share uh, social media posts. So um, if you're a fuckface peasant and you're looking for merch and other items and you can't afford them because you're poor and um, socialism isn't working for you right now, um, then share posts. I don't think I gave Jimmy D's a proper shout out. Jimmy D's tease.com. I think he did. He I talked about, about Roby shirts. He talked about your Roby shirt, about how nipple windows. You want you, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a long one. I still, that was a long one. Still his glory. That's a long one. Like the Dixie likes fainting. Mm. There you go, Jimmy. There you go. Sorry about that. <sighs> that was good. Don't, yeah. Now no. you're good. You're okay with it now. Yeah. There's something to stick to. You need, you need some, you need some girth. It's got mm. girth now. It's got girth now. Yeah. All right. It's like a beer can chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Measured in cups. Measured in cups. So, um, yeah, so all the social medias, we are at Sophie King Podcast. Um, uh, personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sophie King, Brent, and Sophie King, Dave. Also, check out Elucatego underscore Hot Sauce. Uh, check out um, Podbelly. Check out Jimmy D's Teas, all that good stuff. And then uh, if you're not a patron, uh, if you like the bonus episodes, I don't think we mentioned, did we mention the bonus episodes in the beginning? No. no. Um, if you want bonus episodes, um, at least one a week. Um, sometimes they're topic oriented. Yep. Orientated. Oriented. Topic oriented. Oriental. Oriental. Sometimes they're Asian topics. Right. Um it's true. Hold, don't hold us to that, but no. sometimes it's about Asians. Um, it's for as little as a dollar a month, uh, you can get the bonus episodes. So go there. Uh, if you if you uh want to watch us live, you can do that. If you want to you know, join at a higher tier and get more shit. You could do that also. And we only need 10 more patrons to be at so, 500. So if you want to race to be the 500, there's just like uh, in that screenshot it. What's his name? We'll give you something. What's his name? Spider 360. Uh, uh, Peter Parker. John, Peter Parker. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny Ferrero. Um, he gave us money. He got lots of stuff. He got a box full of stuff. He was surprised. So um, what's listed isn't all you get. Uh, there are tier systems. There are, um, uh, what are they? Progressive awards, I guess. Longevity, but I don't know. That glass Longevity shop, awards. This is shaky ground right now. I'm having trouble getting glass right now. I'll say that. Is I'm going to have to come up with something And then else. Uh, we'll figure out something. Yeah. And then also the, we're doing not necessarily monthly. We're trying to do monthly, but we're, we're doing giveaways for all patrons. Doesn't matter what level you are. Uh, we're doing random giveaway prizes uh, for shit that, um, you need, but won't go get, right. you know, won't buy yourself. Yeah. So, and Spider-Man uh, 360 was Nate Allen. For the Nate record. Allen. Yeah. That's right. Was it Nate Allen? Yeah. That's, that's his, uh, his other I name. Spider-Man 360. You, you know, you were right about the Q thing though. That was Alan Mills and his name was a Q. I don't know why. Yeah. 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 Patron yeah. Name, yeah. I don't know. His patron name is different. That's because his real works. last name's Quartermaster or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Who wants to go by that? Or Quacksucker. Yeah. Quacksucker. <laughs> 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 Oh, one twenty one fourteen. So Brent's. So anyway, uh, Spotify playlist, Sofa King podcast, twenty twenty. Uh, we have the po- the playlist on there. Follow that if you like the end songs. If not, fuck off, and don't be retarded. Rose, yeah, they fainting. Same hoes at my show's front row screaming. Popping rolls in a rose, watch just swinging. I be in the street, both feet, yeah, the 
deep in. My partner on parole still got the pole creeping. We didn't crowd the plus so many times that we ain't speaking. On the road, back and forth to Texas every weekend. Money be my weakness. These niggas be some leeches. These bitches trying to sneak in. My perk 30 just kicked in. Glock 40 got a dickhead. These niggas ain't no gangsters, just some wasters. You been misled. Hey, I keep this shit so gorgeous. Made a 10 play up in chit chat. My nigga so disrespectful, don't get no fuck like where your bitch at. Popping it on your bitch ass. More weight than a gym class. Got these niggas big man. More hood than a big ball. Chevy sitting on six ass. Fuck. Come through gun. You done fucked up now without a bluff. Hey, pull up in your hood without the burners. Come through flip your shit like they flip burgers. Fuck. Come through gun. You done fucked up now without a bluff. Hey, pull up in your hood without the burners. Come through flip your shit like they flip burgers. Get a bit nigga, you know me. Kick big shit, nigga, big homie. Riding out by my lonely bitches all up on me, walking out of pink pony. I ain't never played no sports. I'll never play with these whores. Shout out on the dick, double A, say I wanna catch a little vibe, nigga. I'm her source. Cause he ain't hanging out that stick, set his ass on fire, cause he not that lit. Okay, white bitch talk shit online all the time, won't give a damn about that shit. Matter of fact, nigga, I ain't never gave no damn. You shade on grab up off that bridge. Okay, nowadays I'm paid 13 different ways in the PG on the runway ridge. But the runway ridge. Come through gun. You done fucked up now without a bluff. Hey, pull up in your hood without the burners. Come through flip your shit like they flip burgers. Fuck. Come through gun. You done fucked up now without a bluff. Hey, pull up in your hood without the burners. Come through flip your shit like they flip burgers. Shit.